in an evening of astonishing dance, surreal scoring, and baffling judges' remarks, we've got our final three. to episode 17 of the Keep Dancing podcast, where we're just basically going to be shouting injustice and oppression at everything this evening. Joining me tonight are Emily. Hi. Michelle. Hello. And Lisa. Hello. So that was the semi-finals. Double dancing. It was nice to see a show that wasn't just padded out ridiculously anymore even though it's meant that I've had to write twice as many uh, dance intros as I did last (laughs) (laughs) But we can cope with that. You have to write the same number as in week, whatever it was, when there were eight dancers in it. (laughs) Yeah, it it used to take me all week. Right, what we'll do is we'll go through all of the dances as they happened. Yeah. Like we normally do, even though that means we're talking about everybody twice. Okay. Semi-finals week's always a bit weird. We'll do it like this. Dancing the tango, it's a stark example of British industry's lack of productivity. It's Louise Redknapp and her partner, Kevin. Well, I mean, they lost me immediately with the business with the conveyor belt. I, like, I didn't understand what, what that Relevance. had to do with the song. I thought they were going to do a bit of a generation game thing when it started. And then nothing happened with it. I think, so they were meant to be in, like, a 1960s factory, right, where they were packing mirror balls. And somehow that has to do with the Dave Clark Five and results in a tango being happy. It's like some spare theming for the jive got kind of... If you have to explain it that much, it doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's basically what I'm going to come down on and say that if you have to write a programme with a dramatis personae and, you know, details of what happens in each act, then your strictly routine is too high concept. I would concur with that. Yeah, I would say I would say high concept is is. Uh, too much praise for this this was just not thought out properly this wasn't high concept this was just rubbish (laughs) stretching the concept to its absolute limit and then breaking it i was trying to the tangos this year yeah i mean what has been going on with tangos the tangos this year i think it's not been a good year for the tango has it no i think whoever is deciding that you're sort of vintage rock and roll goes really well with a tango in the lessons learned meeting at the end of this series, needs to be told, no. We tried it. No. And it, re- <laughs> it resulted in a whole series of tangos that were not worth bothering with, that sent a lot of people out. And I they heard didn't a send song her out today. tonight, though, did it? No. Even I heard the- a song today, and I remember thinking, that would be such a great tango song, and I can't remember what it was now. Oh, um, um. I the tiger Katy Perry's has anyone done that before but I was listening to it going that's a good tango song the raw yeah that's the one I think you could probably do quite a good 
um, tango to blank space. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Because it's quite sort of rhythmic and sharp and it's got big sort of mm. stillnesses and rests in it. You could do something quite technical there. Mm. But you I just need to not be having... Do a good tango to just not this song. Yeah, just not classic rock, Sean. Leave that genre alone, yeah. tango. It doesn't work. Stop it. Stop it yeah. now. Also, Kevin was dressed as a granddad. I don't know what Louise was wearing. It didn't work. No. no. It didn't work. Well, they kind of decided, I think, this week her palette was white. And it worked on the second dance with a lot of white in it. But white as a dress with stripes in it at the first one, no. Do you know what the reality TV meaning of being dressed in white is? No. I am the winner. Oh. Who's defined that one? <laughs> well, it goes all the way back to, do you remember the Gareth Gates versus Will Young series of Pop Idol? Uh, yeah. And they put Gareth Gates in a white suit. Yeah, they put Gareth Gates in a white suit, so he looked all sort of saviory and highlighted in the lights, and Will was just wearing something dark. And that was supposed to be a cue for you to make Gareth the winner. Yeah, because he had the good story and everything, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I miss Will Young. We haven't talked about Will Young for a long time. It feels I about three years ago that Will was in the show, though. Yeah, yeah, right, it does. Oh, but but if he hadn't mysteriously dropped out, though, we might have been talking about him in the final. I was going to say, that's something to remember, though. The person who went home this week technically was in the final. Yeah. Right? Because there's yeah. four in the final. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is your fault, Will. I'm sorry, but yeah. it is. <laughs> anyway, look, we can't think of anything good to say about Louise, can we, on that dance? It was all a little bit rubbish. This, I mean, the dance was fine, but... It, it was yeah. overmarked. If I was the kind of person who was skilled at video editing, what I would be trying to do is uh, sync that video to some actual tango music. Yeah. Just to try and work out whether it was good or whether I was so irritated by all of the theming and shenanigans Kevin. and the Kevin... Uh, that I didn't give it a chance. The only bit I liked, which I'm starting to think maybe was the whole reason they even had it, was the conveyor belt bit at the end, where she sat, she was sat on it, went along it, and kind of fell into his arms. I thought, oh, that looked quite good. But it felt like that was the whole reason that even had a conveyor belt and justified the existence of it all. That was the only bit of the dance I thought, oh, that looks quite nice, but it wasn't really a dance move. I mean, <laughs> that's, I think that's the first time they've had active props. You know, a conveyor belt yeah. that actually conveys. Mm. That's quite a big ask. It might it might have been active, it was still superfluous to yeah. need. <laughs> and there's one thing I hate that everyone knows I hate, it is superfluous props. In Strictly, in Eurovision, in X Factor. I would don't have, put I, props on the stage if they don't belong there. I would have given them much more leeway if they'd have just started out in a corner of the dance floor and tangoed. Definitely. Yeah, it does feel like what Michelle said, that they'd they come up with this nice move with the um, conveyor belt and then they just worked backwards to find a, a suitable theme. Yeah, and as you know, working backwards from your one good idea doesn't give you a con cohesive artistic whole. No. Ah, so better look next time, Louise. Dancing the salsa, it's 
just your average evening down the local discotheque with Danny Mac and his partner Oti. What I like about Oti's choreography for the like the big show-stopping dancers is it's like what we say when we're talking about the structure of a Eurovision song. Something new has to happen every 10 to 15 seconds that sort of makes your jaw drop. And I think that's how this salsa routine was structured. You know, yeah. every, every 10, 15 seconds, they bring out another trick, which is somehow even more astonishing than the last one. Yeah, but I think Danny struggled with this one a bit more. It seemed, I think the choreography was so good, but I think she almost had a bit too much confidence in him and he was quite exposed. There was a lot of choreography where he was, he was kind of the main focus and it left him a bit exposed, I think. Yeah. For me, that was the, like, that was the opening of the show, actually. A, a, like, within um, two seconds of Danny and Oti dancing, I had completely forgotten Louise and Kevin. And that's not a bad thing, because I'd completely forgotten them. So, yeah, this, for me, this was the opening of the show. Oscar and Cruz. Yeah. He, I don't think it was their best one, No, it wasn't their best. And it was one that, in the interviews, and it takes two this week, he'd been saying that he was struggling to get the hip action. And, yes, he did struggle to get the hip action. but Which is strange, because he's managed to get really good hip action in the other uh, Latins that he's done. I know it's sort of it makes you wonder like what what is the thing that made this be the one that it gives up on I think it's just trying to learn two in one week yeah just input overload you're just you're always going to have aren't you a stronger one and a weaker one when you're trying to learn two there's always going to be one that you either focus on more because you find it harder and that ends up becoming your better one or there's one that you naturally take to and so that becomes your better one yeah. but you you'll always have a strong and a weak i don't think i can remember a week where they where you've had two dances where both have been equally as strong they both might have been very very good but you can still see one has either been worked on or naturally taken to more so than the other also i think yeah. salsa basic is a little bit more exacting than Vini's waltz basic which is what the american smooth was based yeah. on mm-hmm. yeah definitely um but so which was your favorite lift from this dance for me it's a toss-up between the cock one leg up and then walk back back over his arm and the one where she did the crab and then walk forward over his arm i think i liked the cocking one leg one first (laughs) yeah i think i did too yeah that's probably my favorite one (laughs) that was that's that was sort of properly emphasizing the music which i think that a lot of lifts don't actually do yeah also there was something quite eurovisiony about that mark antony song wasn't there yeah <laughs> yeah true it was a good it was appropriate to the dance though which they've been doing a couple of times this year and makes a nice change and there was a bit where they were doing this which i believe is the dab thing they managed to get that in what a young person dance move it, yeah it's yeah oh, okay <laughs> They're... Oh God, I'm showing my age now. We've remembered Pop Idol, and now I don't know what this is. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the? Um, sorry, this is slightly off topic, but not entirely. Um, the the flu, don't spread germs, adverts this year. The posters. No. It's um someone doing dab, um and it's which is this I believe right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. From that. at home, it's Ellie. Someone like that. Like she's a plane. Like that. <laughs> oh, like, the, yeah. like that. No, uh, yeah. that's, that's not so good. No, no. The, the poster for not spreading germs is dab away all germs. Oh. Hang on. They I, 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 use I, your sleeve rather than a tissue. I think <laughs> that, right, is probably an advertising executive who is my age not understanding what the young people do. Yeah, that is exactly yeah, what. Or it. someone's got a child that does understand what it is and gone, oh, all the kids are doing this now. Well, anyway, if it's if it's uh, un- if it's um, known enough for me to know what it is to make it onto Strictly and to be used in a public health campaign, then I believe it is over for dabbing, or the dab, yeah. or whatever. Oh, shut up, Grandad. <laughs> Um, uh, any more to say about Danny and Horty's salsa? Oh, I loved what she was wearing. Oh, yes. That, that. Just... <laughs> yeah, we, have to, we have to talk about the Rheinstein sports bra. Yeah, I mean, that. so Horty's top, it took me a while to work out what was going on because I saw that it was really sparkly and also that it had that sort of gradient effect. But then there was a close-up and it was just a sports bra that was totally 100% rhinestoned. Yeah, I think this is how Oti works. I think she has a series of sports bras and she just takes them into wardrobes and go, you are making my outfit from this. Because yeah, all this of her one. outfits are very obviously reinforced and structurally very sound. And she's gone, it, you have, the shaping has to work around this. Yeah, here, bedazzle that. Yeah. yeah. Bring this up, I'll wear it. And to be fair, stunning. Yeah, but when does Oti not look stunning? I'm no, she's looked good in everything that they've put yeah. her in this season. She really has. Ah well. Um, shall we move on? Dancing the rumba. It's someone who is helping Superdrug shift a lot of purple lipstick this week. It's Claudia Fragapani and her partner AJ. I didn't know how they were going to handle this, having to do a sexy grown-up thing, but I was pleasantly surprised. I was. I think too. they did a good job. They just let her do it. Yeah. It wasn't even like a sweetened or watered down version. It was a genuinely sexy, emotional rumba. I was very impressed. Honestly, though, where does. What's Darcy doing? Like complaining that they've not got enough chemistry and she's not got enough life experience to do a proper rumba. That was. Uncalled for. So patronizing. Uncalled for. Well, it's all part of the. Louise has to score higher than Claudia story isn't it so we need to find a reason why we can't give claudia the same or more points than louise so because yeah. her dance was really good like excellent it was an adult rumba and it was really fabulous i thought she did a wonderful job with it then as judges we have to sit and go oh my goodness what are we gonna say oh you're too young to do this so i'll knock a few points off oh and then conveniently you come out just a couple below louise I don't like it. I don't like this this thing that's gone on for Claudia. No, it does seem really unfair that she's done... Yeah, especially this week when Claudia was a better dancer, I think, on both her dances, for me. Mm. She, yeah. yeah, she was. She was much more committed to her dancers. Yeah. And t- yeah, but they kept banging on about even... When they did the little bit later in the night where they were around the table talking about them just before their second dance, they kept talking about her emotional things again and I just thought you're building it up to be right she's got to show all this emotion 
and the second dance, obviously, we'll talk about later, wasn't appropriate, but it, that seemed to be the thing they've picked on with Claudia as mm. the justification for everything, and it was unnecessary. She'd shown loads of emotion. And let's just name another dancer who has really struggled to show emotion and hasn't done very well. Oh, that would be Louise Redknapp. Has anyone said about her not being able to show emotion, being quite stilted in her dances, oh. not committing to it? Oh. Because she's the winner. No, well, she's showing emotion. It's just not the appropriate emotion for the dance. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Grinning all you can only do happy. Grinning all the way through the tango and looking sort of like camply surprised in the samba. What? <laughs> um, yeah, I I thought this rumba was, you know, in the top three or four rumbas we've had this series. It was a yeah, good rumba. Great, really nice. It was fabulous. Yeah. Loved the purple as well, the dress and the lipstick. It really suited her to be wearing something like actually grown up and with, yeah. you know, date night hair. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked her hair straightened with the central part. She looked fab in this dance. I just wish Did you... they would have let her dress like an adult all the way from the start. Yeah. Did you hear on It Takes Two the other day, Vicky was saying that they've, like, she kind of went, oh, we've given her a, a lot of very girly colours, you know, throughout yeah. the series, lots of pinks and things like that. And it it all, it was like, oh, she's been listening to us then. Um, it's, you know, it, it sounded more, more of an admission than an acknowledgement, if you know what I mean. I guess yeah. it might be, it might be one of those unconscious bias things because you yeah. know, they've got to... For the colours, they've got to make sure that it vaguely matches the theme of the dance, that it's not too similar to some, what something that somebody else is wearing that week, and it's not too similar to what they wore the week before either. Mm. So they might find themselves not considering, oh, am I, am I like typecasting the person with mm. this colour selection once they're constrained on another three, th on, on another three fronts. Yeah. Yeah. There was another thing that happened. I can't remember if it was the end of this dance or at the end of their quick step. And Tess sort of... And I, Tess, we know, is very tall and Claudia, we know, is very short. But she sort of bent over her and spent, and spoke, I thought, quite patronisingly to her. Yeah. I might, you know, if that had been me, I might have given Tess a look like... What? Off. What? You know, like, what? How have we got to the semi-final and you're still patronising me and talking to me like I'm six? Yeah, I mean, like, there's been moments where Tess has been, like, an unthinking moment away from actually patting her on the head. Yeah, and I kind of felt like she did that last night as well. She was said something about, oh, and you're so sweet. I was like, shut yeah. up, Tess. Stop it. Like, seriously, stop it. Um, anyway. The only other bit, I think Claudia did very well with the emotion in this dance, but actually it's a small criticism on AJ. Mm -hmm. I don't think he looked particularly emotional during the rumba. He looked very professional and looked like he was presenting her, but he didn't look like he was in the, the moment with the dance. So I don't feel like that helped the overallness of it. Because they're criticizing Claudia for it, but I don't actually think it was her that had the problem this time. I think it was AJ right. who, who tight lights on it. It takes two to rumba, as nobody says. It does. <laughs> I would laugh if it There was also a bit at the there's also a bit at the end of the dance where the whole focus of the dance suddenly turned to AJ who was doing sort of spins and things and Claudia was just sort of stood there 
moving her hips for a bit, but it was like the whole thing suddenly turned into the AJ show, and then he picked her up for the finishing pose. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would laugh if it turned out that those were the two that were having this year's Strictly Affair. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> after after they've been telling her off for not having enough chemistry with him the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be that he's not had enough chemistry with her. Yeah. He's now, how old is AJ? He, 21. He does seem to be like maybe much less mature than the other male pros. I'm wondering but, whether that's too young to be a pro on Strictly. I mean, he might be able to do all the, the dancing very well and the choreography, but yeah, it is all the other elements to the it's show not, and the emotion and yeah, showmanship it's that... It's not just about being able to dance and choreograph dance routines. It's about being able to, you know, take somebody from one place of dance and move them on to another. It's about helping somebody tell their story, to use a better phrase. It's it's kind of a bigger job than just being able to dance very well. It's you know, and it's... I just don't. I don't think AJ has the age, the maturity and the experience to actually be a pro on Strictly. He's not one yeah. he's working with. It, this is feasibly the first time he's taught an adult to dance. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. twenty he is twenty one. He's only he's actually this is only um but comparatively he's only been professional dancing since he was twelve. Uh so he he's just got less years. Yeah. On the other he just he wasn't a very he's not a very strong Personality, I feel like even though he stayed in right till the semi-final, don't feel like I know that much about him. Like, I don't really get who he is. Like, a lot of the other dancers, even when they're new on the series, you feel like if they stay in this long, you get to know them. And I watch all the It Takes Two and everything, and I still feel like, not that he's bland, but, you know, like, that you just don't don't quite get him. They seem to have built Neil up more as a character than they have AJ. Yeah. Well, Neil does seem to have quite a weird personality. It's quite bonkers. Yeah. And Neil is married to Katia, who was in it, so yeah. there's more to go on, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I wonder whether it should have been Neil, who was the new pro with the celeb, and AJ, who was the new pro doing all the group dances and giving him a couple of years of strictly experience before they give him a celebrity to teach to dance. Because he's a little tall. bit in the. Huh? Neil's quite tall. He's taller than AJ. I wonder, I wonder if they got uh, an especially young pro in for maybe just one year, just so that they could have somebody under 20 compete and it not seem really weird. Yeah, well, I was wondering, you know, what, what do they do next year? Do they then have to go out and find another 18 or 19-year-old little <laughs> woman? Yeah, because if he was dancing to with dance someone with AJ, in their, at least in their 30s, if not older, it would weird yeah you can't give aj you know next year's leslie joseph can you oh good grief um <laughs> although <laughs> uh, actually be oh, short enough what about um she's quite short the boxer from yorkshire it's not nicola roberts is it what's her nicola name adams. nicola adams yeah do you seriously want to give AJ a professional boxer? That's, that's yeah. just me. Yeah, yeah, I do. A professional <laughs> boxer. On a, a professional boxer from Yorkshire. That, that'll kill him. Bless he's from him. Stoke, isn't he? Yeah, he's from Stoke. He won't be able to cope. 
Oh, yeah, so that's next year's casting rumours started. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> so let's move on. Dancing the quick step, it's the leader of the pack, the cool rider, like a bat out of hell. It's Ori Aduba and his partner, Joanne. I haven't used my little hand heart thing since Rob Rinder left. Oh. But I'm using it for this. I think it was great. Yeah, this this was such a charismatic dance. Like, the thing that made Ori uh, interesting in the early stages of the competition was that ability to look down the camera and uh, communicate the truth of his dance to the audience. And somehow we managed to find it again for that quick step. Yeah. And, and him and Joe look really cool as well. I just love that song, and I think that worked brilliantly for Quick Step. It just it didn't even feel like they had to speed up or slow down the song or make the dance fit into the song. It fitted perfectly while modernising it as a theme, and it was just brilliant. Yeah, I love the idea of kind of fusing a, a Quick Step, which is a you know fairly traditional ballroom dance, to a rock theme. That I thought that was just cracking that's really really loved it that song though to get music nerdy it was using the very traditional sort of 1930s um sort of the bo diddly rhythm and that is from the same roots that the sort of the jazz and swing music that you would have originally done the quick step to comes from so that's why it worked so well Whoever's in charge of picking the songs did a good one there. Yeah, that was a, a definitely a that was a case of you know style and and substance. The whole it worked together. They had the right music, the right look, the right dance steps. Oh, I was gonna say about the actual dance steps. It was a it was a very fast quick step, wasn't it? I mean, as quick steps go, that was a that was a pretty fast one. And Ra was very. This is what I've written down. Ore was very controlled and his footwork was on fleek. Why did I write that? I hate that phrase, but it's always <laughs> what came to my mind. What like, <laughs> were you doing? What were you thinking? I no idea. But I Joe, felt I obviously had a moment of being down with the kids. It doesn't happen very often. Joe said during her interviews that she was deliberately choreographing it to be uh, so fast that you could feel the wind rush by you as you were quick stepping around. And to do to have it that fast with that sense of flight and that sense of control, I think that this might have even been a little bit undermarked. I agree with that. A little bit. I would also agree I mean, with that. They got some tens for it, two more didn't possible they? points it could get. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it that only did nines for that? I think it was Darcy and Craig. Darcy and Craig. Craig, you can understand because he's a Mardi so and so about all of it, but. Darcy, I'm surprised she didn't. And I think she had... I don't know. I couldn't understand why she didn't. Darcy was all over the shop this evening. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. They all were a bit. Yeah, there was some baffling decisions. And statements. Yes. And mm. something, some scores that you would only have given if you were wanting to make a draw. Yeah. Which yeah. there was, of course. Yes, well, well, exactly. Interesting. My eyebrows are raised all the way up to my hairline. Um, but yeah as the sort of the end of act one I thought that that quick step was amazing but like we were talking about earlier with weak and strong ones I think by the end of the night 
that was measurably the weaker of his two. Yeah, yeah, that's Ooh, true. Do you think? Yeah, out of the two, even though it was amazing that one, I think his his tango or Argentine tango later was better. I might disagree with you, but only by sort of point three of a point. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were very, very, very close. And yeah, yeah. It, it they were might... both a very high standard, and I think it was okay that he was at the top of the leaderboard at the end of it. Yeah, I think he absolutely should have been at the top of the leader. I think he was in the right place this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm, he definitely I'm... came back fighting, didn't he? Very pleased yeah. for Joanne. Yeah, it, it seems to mean an awful lot to her to have uh, got to the final. And, yes. um, you know, there's been some tough weeks between Halloween and this week and she's hung on yeah. in there with RA and it's worked out. Yeah, yeah I, I would say I almost forgot she was a Clifton at one point. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, frocks and hair, but I'm sure we're going to talk about that later. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's move on into the second half then. Dancing the samba, but sadly one pineapple short of the full Carmen Miranda, it's Louise Redknapp and her partner Kevin. Good intro. <laughs> she didn't have the pineapple on it. Where, where was the fruit hat? There was fruit in there, but it looked more like strawberries and raspberries rather than any actual exotic uh, paraphernalia. Well, that, I is, got... that is Louise all over. She would much rather have a tame and watery English strawberry than whack a mango and some bananas and a pineapple on her head. She looked so uncomfortable with it. She really did. Yeah. And that's what made me laugh the whole way through. <laughs> She's so concerned with looking silly or ridiculous that she then doesn't throw herself into it and just embrace the silliness. But then you end up looking silly because you're only doing it half-assed. You even need to go full, full pineapple or not at all. <laughs> Yeah, full pineapple on nothing. It just looked so camp. Like yeah, it was, it was carry on samba, wasn't it? Was really, it was carry on samba. That's a great one. Oh dear. I did. I will say I did like her little eighties rara skirt thing. I thought that was quite good, and I felt like she moved it quite well. She with her hips and with her hands as well. She was picking up the layers of skirt and twiddling them. So you know, and for a samba, you want a lot. of fabric around your bum to be moving around so actually i thought she had good hip action but if, um and if she it, did use her skirt very well i'm it, trying to find good things to say nice about yeah her. she did she did good hips everybody else got picked up for not having the double bounce action which she also did not have yeah it was no, totally the week, so she her, the rules don't apply to the weeks. we know that we've known that for weeks come on keep up. or is it just that the rules don't apply to, it's not to louise but to kevin I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how deep the Clifton conspiracy rabbit hole goes, but it <laughs> it, it just seems like Louise is going to be winning next week, and we're going to be doing some kind of drunk podcast where we just moan for an hour. Well, the thing is, she's happen. now. I think she's the only one in the final that hasn't been in the bottom two yet. Is that correct? Yeah, that is yeah. now true. Yeah, yeah. So she's obviously got the public support, and it's. 100% public vote next week, so... Yeah, it's just a question of how irritating her show dance is going to be, uh, really. And how manipulative the judges are. Yeah. Yeah, but by this point, if they, they decide... They might not have a vote, but they do think, have a voice. But if people decide that they've liked, they like Louise by now, I don't know if anything that happens in the final is going to change their mind. 
I just want Danny and Oti to win so much. This is going to be like <laughs> Natalie Gomedi being robbed again. I, if I'm being honest, I don't mind which of the boys win. I just don't want Louise to win. <laughs> but I mean, Louise's Samba was okay, but it was just overmarked. It would have got her, like, if it was anybody other than Louise doing it in, like, week seven or somebody, that would have got them in the dance-off. It was the yeah. second lowest score of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I, but it still wasn't low enough. I'm no. honestly surprised that they did actually go for the samba when they had, they had the option of a salsa instead. But I guess... Yeah. It wouldn't have looked great compared. No, it's much of a muchness, really. If she's if she's not Louise is concerned, yeah. If she's not comfortable with doing sexy Latin, then a salsa's not really going to help. No, it don't nope. matter, does it? Samba, salsa, whatever. Well, you tried, Louise, but good grief, it was camp. Dancing the American smooth. And not just touching the divine, but catching the divine when she takes a running leap at him. It's Danny Mac and his partner, Oti. Oh, this was beautiful. It was so romantic. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And he did look very much like Gene Kelly throughout it. I know they'd styled him in that way, but he managed to pull off that persona very well. He and Oti can do that old sort of 30s, 40s thing really well together. They, It's kind of their niche, isn't it? That vintage look, vintage dance, vintage feel. And they just make it look so dreamy as well. Yeah, definitely. And I, uh, I stick by what I said a couple of weeks ago. When he gets in the West End production of whatever he's going to be in next year, I'm quite happy to pay to go and see that we're straight oh, on the, we're straight on the coach and we're straight yep. there exactly <laughs> and if Oti's with him then that'd be amazing indeed the acting in this one was so good and they were sort of emphasizing lyrical points from the song as well like the the bit where it was and I can't and Oti just sort of put her arms back and perfectly acted that line in the song. I just thought that was great. What a wonderful those, song choice as well. Yeah. Just It was one of those kind of perfect storm ones, wasn't it? You know, you had great acting, great dancing, perfect song, great camera work on that one. I noted down it. I can't remember it now, but that's why I must have noticed at the time that the camera work was really good. The whole colour story of it, the soft blue into the deep blue and back into the soft blue again. It was that whole The Perfect Storm thing. It all came yep. together. And I think this one was undermarked. Not that there's many places you can go with the 39, but Darcy, Darcy, what you we have something doing? to answer for. Yeah. And this is an example of one prop and a very simple one prop of a bridge. Yes, it was a big one, but it was a bridge, one thing, being used perfectly. It served a purpose. She just exactly. threw herself off it, not in a suicidal manner. And it was... Um, <laughs> it, was, it was more of a leap of faith, shall we say, rather than a yeah. jump. Um, and yeah, and it was it was simple but beautiful, like production around it. Yeah, it told the story. See, it's that whole compare the superfluous prop in song number one to the actual prop that told the story. Misty blue, they were on the edge of the water. It was that yeah. jet going out into the water? That pier. It was, per it was perfect. There's yeah. an absolutely. No reason Darcy gave this a nine at all. She can 
Is that, right to me and she only <laughs> she only gave it a nine so that she could avoid a second draw i think yeah yeah, yeah. They, they they added they tot it up and they think they know the mark that i think they're aiming to give a dance before it even begins yeah i think you're absolutely right so our friend ewan suggests that uh in i know that the the scoring paddles are kind of iconic when it comes to strictly but would it be sort of more fair and transparent for the judges to rank them at the end? What do you mean? What just to just to say rank the, rank the dancers at the end from the... best to worst? I think. Oh, like a, like a Eurovision jury, for instance. <laughs> well, quite. Um, but I mean, we're now so wedded to these iconic scoring paddles and integer scores from one to ten. That I don't think I don't think there's really anything we can do other than separate the judges from one another so they don't know what scores the others are giving. Yeah, or just remove the eight, nine, and ten until at least week six. Yep. However, if the, <laughs> the ranking things team good idea, were thinking about doing a major change like that, this next year is the year to do it because yeah. we're changing yeah. the judging panel anyway. Change how it's well. Um, evolve how it's been ju being judged um you yeah. know the the thing with len leaving yeah it, I, is I, is it, it just giving that to take everything into account wouldn't it to actually at the end of it think yeah i really enjoyed that but actually overall someone else actually did better and should have got a better score in hindsight so they yeah i think the ranking thing would give them a chance to do that lisa the the thing is, though, when we watch it on TV on a Saturday night, that's not the first time the judges have seen the dances. So they're already judging a little bit. Let's do a Eurovision comparison again. They're, you know, they've had the jury final, if you like. They've already seen the dances. They already know in their minds what they're going to say about it, what score they're going to give it. They're not seeing it for the first time. So they kind of have done that mentally in their head, if not on an actual piece of paper. So yeah. they've decided that, you know, Danny gets is going to get 76 tomorrow night. So then it's like, OK, well, which one of you is going to take it on the chin and give a nine? Craig says, I'm not going to. So Darcy says, oh, go on, then I'll do it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why I think that next year they should all be in separate pods um, and possibly gunk tanks. Yeah, but yeah, then you would yeah. get all the little interaction and like Bruno hitting people on the thing and by accident and all that interaction, humor, entertainment bits in between. Would you then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're not they're not going to change that because that is the strictly format. Four judges sat on the side of the dance floor on their judging table, and again, we've seen that in all the you know the global tour of Strictly's. They're they're, they're all set up in exactly the same. You know, the, the studios are slightly different, but the basic format is your four judges. So that ain't going to change. I honestly, I just think we remove the eight, nine, and ten until they can be trusted with it. <laughs> But yeah, that was so beautiful. And so just after the show, I made a gif of the last three seconds of their dance where uh, Otie does the leap of faith into Danny's arms. And it turns out if you're the first on the internet with an important gif, then your phone just blows up with notifications and <laughs> continues to be blowing up with notifications until Forever. right now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. sorry guys <laughs> the battery ran down on my iPad there were so many <laughs> notifications coming in with people liking it 
I could have turned it off, but it was quite entertaining watching all these things coming on, you know. The, yeah, it was up to three, on Twitter. It was, it was up to three hundred and fifty likes the last time I saw. Yeah, three hundred and fifty-eight. I'm just looking at it now. <laughs> uh, well, that was fun. I think that just shows how much that amazing moment of sort of show-stopping choreography resonated with everybody, and everybody just wanted to share it. I wanted to share it with everybody, and then everybody wanted to share it with everybody else. It was obviously a, a risky move, but it was actually very, very simple, what what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she ran but, and he caught her. Yeah. But then, you know, he scooped around and they did that lovely, you know, turn, and it was it was really beautiful. The camera angles really made it. Yeah. The, yeah, the snap to the side and then quick, quickly back round to the front was really impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the two sort of jump cuts in that sequence... I know, because I've seen it basically just constantly repeating in my tweet deck mentions column. <laughs> I've been able to uh, analyse that sequence quite well. And, <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly directed. Well, well done to the camera uh, crew for capturing that. So I think we're probably done with that. Dancing the quick step and inviting the whole world to smile along with her perfect footwork, it's Claudia Fragapani and her partner, AJ. I loved this. So joyful. Totally. So fast as well, I think. Yeah, nice, fast, quick step. But again, similar to RA, lots of control. Sometimes if it goes too fast, you tend to, you tend to start having flailing limbs and, you know, wobbly ankles and uncontrolled wrists and things. But none of that was great. I think Claudia's best dancers have been the ones where she can show that technical control. Like, do you remember the foxtrot she did to the Little Mix song and the Argentine yeah. tango where everything was controlled even when she was flying around in the air? And yeah. this, it's all about that sort of perfect control over where every single part of your body is. And that's been Claudia's great strength throughout. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the sign of a gymnast, isn't it? That ultra strong core that then controls all your extremities. That sounds weird, but you know what I mean. If your yeah. if your core strength is there, then it, it extends all the way out to your fingertips and to the ends of your toes. Yeah, and, and she, she obviously has that. Yeah, and she's just she's just aware of what she's doing with her body. She's got yeah. that level of awareness that dancers have. Yeah. No, don't get why there was. I don't get why there was traffic light on the dance floor. I was floor, just going to say that they actually actually do a little kind of swerve round it at some point. Why? WTF is that traffic light for? <laughs> didn't get it. Uh, don't get it. I think they were supposed to be in America, but I don't know why. And you know that quick step didn't even really need any theming. She didn't need to take her first stall off at the start of the dance. They could have just gotten on with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, none of this swerving round superfluous props. <laughs> yeah. I really exactly. like the sequences of pivots in this. Yes. Yes. That was very good. It just looked magical. And her dress was great as well. She had two grown-up dresses, that navy blue dress that she had as well for the quick step. The Lovely, navy blue really... chiffon has been very strong this year, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Yeah. And I'm glad that Claudia got wear it at some point because yes. she as we said before she's been in a lot of pink so it was nice to have her in navy blue looking like an adult yes she, is. It, she had a much more grown-up color palette this time 
she did. I, f- I almost feel like that navy blue dress that Claudia was wearing was one that you could go down to coast and uh, buy for your New Year's Eve party. Yes. Yeah. And it would be. I'd love fact, to wear that. Are you off to go and do that? <laughs> no, I'm going to be wearing uh, Joe's uh, sort of black lame biker look for Hogmanay instead. <laughs> You're going to have to fight me for that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> it'll fit you more than it fit me. I don't know. I reckon I can get one leg down it. <laughs> um, so, how much more is there to say about Claudia's quick step? It was just. I think. It was, it was just it was good. Made, it was just really good. It made me happy. Yeah. And this is, I think she's, as, out of all the four of them, she was the closest one to having two strong dancers rather than a weak one and a strong one. Them two dancers were pretty much on level for her. Yeah. And that is reflected in her scoring, isn't it? From, oh no, three points difference. Yeah, well, hmm. the scoring wasn't real. Was the it? scoring was we very erratic. We, we can't base anything on the judges' scoring. They've obviously lost the plot or been drinking. Yeah, the, or both. <laughs> the the backstage sherry has gotten out of hand at Strictly. I think they might have moved on to absinthe or something. <laughs> well, if they're tripping on wormwood, that would explain many <laughs> things. If I'm being honest, it's the only reasonable explanation I can come up with as to how they're scoring there. They're actually high on wormwood. And for the grand final, it will be mescaline. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing the Argentine tango and invoking the awesome, earth-shaking power of Kylie, it's Aurea Duba and his partner, Joanne. I wasn't sure how this song was going to work with this, but it actually was very effective, I think. I think this tango arrangement of this song has been doing the uh, professional ballroom circuit rounds for a few years, and it's... And it, you, you can see videos of it being used in ballroom competitions to great effect as a Argentine tango song. Um, I thought this looked so dramatic and very powerful, and it was probably the right dance to finish on. It was my favourite of the night, and I actually loved everything about it. I think it was Ore's best dance, and... I loved the, the the styling of them both, um, the way the song worked, and the lifts that were in it were just stunning. This is the one dance from the evening that I haven't seen, so I, I'm not going to have a lot to say on it, I'm afraid. Oh, you well, it was brilliant. You missed out. It was pretty good. Um, I would have liked to have seen Ore do more ganchos, though. That Joe did a lot, and Ore stood and supported her which was lovely but yeah I, that would be my one criticism of it that it, there wasn't enough ganchos from from Ore. so comparing it to danny's argentine tango they I had think danny marginally better wasn't it yeah but danny and oti didn't have the a-frame shape there so much but danny did join in with the sequences of ganchos much more than Ore did he did, there was a little yeah. one at the end, which was the whisk, I believe. Um, but uh, mainly he was there providing that strong frame for Joe to do the lifts yeah. and the ganchos herself. You yeah. did focus more on the lifts this time than, say, like Danny and Oti did a few weeks back. I think there was less lift in their routine. 
Yeah, no, I think you're right. I have written down, and obviously it was this dance that made me really think about it. These two dance, like, they've been dancing together for 20 years. Like, they really look like a partnership, but like a long-established partnership. You know, when you see those, like, pairs of dancers who've been going forever together and they just know how each other work. I really felt that with this dance. They they really gelled as a pair. Yeah. I can't tell you what. That's right, though. Yeah. It does yeah. just... It does seem like they can just achieve anything that they attempt yeah i think they're very well matched and they've obviously gelled well as a coupling yeah i think this is definitely a really really good good coupling um I, the other thing i have written down for this is fabulous lighting and we don't have lighting every week but if we did this one definitely that opening with all those green lights like just beaming off in different directions, upwards and downwards. It almost didn't look like they it were dancing great. in the same ballroom that they'd been dancing in earlier. That yeah. that lighting completely changed the stage for them to great yeah. effect. And that, it's a great, um, a great um, example of what you can achieve with lighting if you put your brain to it. And I think, I mean, you know, there, there have been a lot of dances that we've sort of seen and gone, oh, the lighting's been really good on it. This one, again, I particularly noted that the lighting of it was spectacular. I have written down is my word. <laughs> so well done, whoever designed the lighting. For that. We don't know the lighting designer, do we? No, but they did a good job this, this whole week and on that number particularly. Yes, agreed. Um, so that dance was enough to put RA top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Yes, I actually think I agree with that this week. Yeah, rightly so, I would say. I think he actually possibly was in the bottom two last week at the right time to give him the kick up the bum. Yeah, he he really wanted it this week, and he got his family there. And they really, really plugged the, the fact that he was just a sports presenter and he'd never done any dancing before. And they actually did it in context saying, he's not a gymnast, he's not done musical schooling, he's not been a pop star. Like They've kind of referenced that everyone else has got some musical history in a way. And he's the only one that doesn't. And they really pushed that this week. And I think that would have helped with the public votes. Yeah. 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 And he got one dance that was a sort of an amazing crowd pleaser and another one which had just incredible skill and incredible drama to it. And yeah, that little burst has come at exactly the right time to get him into the final. Yeah. Perfect. Good for them. Shall we talk about Sunday night then? Oh, do we have to? Sunday night we had a bottom two that we were not expecting I was half expecting it to be Ra and Claudia right no yeah. I was I was expecting Claudia but I and hoping against Louise in a way I think they were the two that should have been in the bottom two and weren't um but either way I, I think there was no way avoiding Claudia going unfortunately no matter who she was against this week yeah. Ra because he was genuinely the best person last night Danny, because there's no way they were going to never get rid of him. And then Louise, because they're just com compelled to get her to the end. So there was no one that could save Claudia, I don't think. You know, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be such an anticlimax when Louise wins because they've managed to not really get a reaction from her out of 
all of the times that they've put her through to the next round. What's she going to do when she wins? Just oh, smile and smile, walk off and go, right, now it's Christmas next week. What are we going to have? What am I going to cook? Yeah, it's oh. not going to have had any lasting effect on her whatsoever. All the, uh, uh, she's, got to, she's got to go and do some wrap, present wrapping. Yeah. I feel like this whole experience has been wasted on Louise, which is such a shame. <laughs> but Kevin will be happy. <laughs> oh, Kevin will be insufferable for at least the next six months. Oh, he'll be back on It Takes Two wearing his stupid hat. I mean, whether he's got the support of the programme or not, he has done very well in getting to the final uh, so many years consecutively. And he's clearly got a very particular fan base who will support him. And he's been very lucky in getting basically the same kind of partner every year. He's not had a dud yet. Maybe he can teach anybody to dance. Maybe Kevin has actually got the magic touch that no matter who you give him. He'll be able to teach him to dance and get him to the Strictly final, but I don't think that's the case. I think he's been very fortunate, like you say. He's too much of a name to give... um, Well, this series, if he'd have had Leslie Joseph, he could have got Leslie Joseph to the final. Yes. But, yeah, I think think there's a bit of... um, He he is a name, so he has to get a reasonably good partner, and he can also teach them to dance and he's also got his personal fan base so he's always going to do well he last year he had kelly didn't he and kelly had the same kind of uh, theater background theater school background as louise has and she also had that oh i'm a busy working mom and i'm allowing i'm you know finding my glamorous side again through strictly yeah and with it was with susanna reed as well yeah, I'm a busy. Yeah, I'm a busy working woman, and this is allowing me to feel womanly and glamorous. So Kevin has a niche in working mums. It, it would be nice. <laughs> that sounds. This seems to be really it Seems to be his thing. He seems That's... to be able to teach working mums to dance and get working mums to vote for He's him. He's the professional <laughs> lady's favourite. Uh, Is not actually this professional lady's favourite. No, no, this one. Mine. No. But anyway, we're not actually talking about the ones that are in the bottom two. <laughs> Again, um, yeah, so for the dance-off, we got Danny's American Smooth and Claudia's Quick Step. And I think that's about the the fairest combination that it could have been. Like, so Tess was... And I actually enjoyed watching them both again. Yeah, it was really nice to see two of the best dancers of the night again. Which, um, just because, as you know, I didn't see, I haven't seen the Sunday night show yet. Um, so which two, which two did they do? The American Smooth, presumably. Yeah, I gathered Ameri- from your tweet. The American Smooth and the Quick Step. Oh, okay, great. So just the second dance You can again. cut that bit out, just so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. It would have been very unfair to put a rumba up against... That American Smooth, yeah. Yeah. Or, or um, the Samba. Salsa. 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 Oti looked genuinely shocked that they were in the bottom two. Her face, when it was brought out, was like, what? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I think she was raging. Yeah. She was cross. I I worry that it was one of those things where the public have gone, oh, he's definitely in the final. I don't need to vote for him. And then, because of that, he's ended up in the bottom two. Well, all this series, I have got sort of used to thinking... Danny will be fine. My three votes can go somewhere else. But of course, yeah. four four dancers left and a draw. 
that puts everybody at risk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've done exactly the same as you, um, Ellie. So that that might that might stand Danny in good stead for next week when people go, oh no, wait, hang on, I do actually need to vote for him if I want him to win. Yeah. Or, well, if, that could or if I don't effect. want Louise to win, I'm going to have to vote for Danny. Well, yes, if all of if all of the series' tactical voters who've been trying to save their favourite switch round to actually voting for actively who they want to win uh, next week, then we might get a non-Louise result. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Ori obviously managed to... Obviously, I don't think it was purely Ori's top-of-the-leaderboard thing. I think he mostly got a bit more public support this week as well. Because yeah. on the leaderboard, wasn't it? The people that were second and fourth ended up in the bottom two, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And, and Louise and, and Claudia had the same score. So Louise technically wasn't really third. They were both Oh, they were both third, third weren't they? Yeah. 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 So they both had 73. So, you know, by that score, if you like, it should have been Louise and Claudia in, in, the, in the bottom two. But, of course, at this stage, there's only four points between the top and the bottom. So it's not like it's not like there's a massive gap in the in the market there. So what that proves is that Louise is getting a good share of the audience vote. Yeah. And Danny isn't. Well we don't I think we don't because it's ranked, we don't actually know we only know what order it's in. We don't know how much people are beating each other by. That's true. It could yeah, be Yeah, that's true. It could be. I think they um, they both the kind of performed the same. On the when they actually did the dance off bit, it was um, they didn't really have to do anything differently, did they? No. And it was just they were both just as good. No one messed up. No one did any better. It was just kind of the same. So it was almost like a pointless dance off in a way because the judges were blatantly going to yeah. say who they were going to say anyway. Yeah. Neither of them did any different. The only thing that was different was that when Oti did the leap at the end of the American Smooth, Danny caught her without taking those couple of steps. He just caught her uh, just standing statically and then turned around. So it was a slightly smoother catch. You can tell who it's, the judges um, are going to say when they pull the names out and they give them the, oh, what advice can you give them bit? And they go, I'm shocked you're in the bottom two. Don't, don't worry. Just carry on and do what you want to Danny. So it was like, they were really shocked. And then when Claudia came out, they went, just remember you're a really good dancer and you've enjoyed watching it and, and, and do your best sort of thing. And I thought, well, you've already kind of told us she's not going to get saved. Yeah. yeah. But then, they did that last week as well. That before anyway. I don't think anyone mm. was under any illusion what, what was going to happen there. It was sort of another, like you said, another pointless dance off had quite a lot of pointless dance-offs this season where we've known who's going home before it's even happened we knew it in ed ball's week that was right as well you know we knew it last week as well with rob rinder then they weren't going to put anyone ahead of him were they uh you know there's been there's been others where it's just been pointless dance-off which is fine but they they need to keep up the pretense that they're kind of neutral up until the end really they shouldn't yeah. when somebody's released and they give them the thing they shouldn't be like oh you're shocked you're amazing they should at least attempt to act the same to them both i feel yeah. like i feel like they could have got a whole bunch of um nice positive stories about the show if they'd have just said do you know what actually we had space for four in the final we'll just take you all through 
that would have been a really nice um, result for them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But then they would have also had to deal with complaints for people who'd spent money voting, thinking that there was going to be an elimination and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Uh, so and they, they would have yeah, they would have had to fill out Sunday night because that kind of removes the need for the Sunday night then, doesn't it? Well, you what what you would have done if you were um, if you were determined to wring every ounce of drama out of it is you would take it all the way down to Len's casting vote, and then Len say, "Wait, I'm head judge. I demand that we reinstate that fourth place in the final." And my casting vote is that we take them both through. Oh, I'd have, yeah, I'd have felt as a viewer that I'd have got a really good value for money out of that this weekend's Strictly if that had happened because I feel like we're gonna we would have had a more rich final because of it. Yeah, yeah. and we would have got to see Claudia's show dance, which I think everybody was looking forward to. And we'd have got that sort of... Uh, it would have been a magical little moment, I think, if they'd have pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah, so we go back to it. It was Will's fault. Oh, Will. <laughs> Will. Will. Why? Well, the, the other thing that happened on Sunday night was a lot of... Um, they did a song, the professional dance was to Sia. And I love that song. But they did the birdcage thing, but they actually dressed all the dancers up as birds. And it was all very strange and a bit arty, unnecessarily. Um. <laughs> Well, I just think of Sarah Alto when I hear Chandelier now, and that's not the... What did it have to do with birds? I don't know. I think because in the video for Sia, there's, uh, for Chandelier, it's in a birdcage. Uh, well, it's in a cage, anyway, that looks a bit like a birdcage. With Sheila So they thought, oh, we'll have the cage. Hmm? Yes, with Sheila Buff. And so they've obviously taken the cage thing and thought, oh, we can't just have a cage. It, we must not, do something with this cage. That's not even the right Sia song because it's Elastic Heart that has Sheila LaBeouf in the cage. Is it? Chandelier is, oh, yeah, is the it is, one isn't where it? it's the wee dancer just in a house. The room. Yeah, in the room. Oh, well, then I, yeah. have, then I have no idea what that connection was. Then I take that back because it's obviously got nothing it's to do with it. I was trying to justify it's it's art, that's all. I was trying to justify it in my mind, but that's just gone now. I think <laughs> There's no reason for it. Maybe Jason Gilkison got his, his Sia videos mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it's easily done. It it's easily done. It's the, same, it's the same female dancer in all of them, so... Yeah. They Sia on as the Sunday night act. She's fabulous. I like Sia. I mean, she's totally not strictly and not safe enough, but that would be great to have her on. Yeah, but... Instead, it's if you can have Chandelier on to soundtrack a pro number, why couldn't you have Sia on herself? I mean, obviously, exactly. because Sia doesn't really promote her own stuff in that way necessarily anymore. Uh, but, you know, if you if you can use something with a bit of contemporary edge for your pro routine, why do we have to have bloody Sting? <laughs> Not even sounding like he's particularly pressing the accelerator pedal on his own song. He, uh, he's weird. He stopped aging like 15, 20 years ago. He looks the same and it's weird. He's pickled. He's pickled. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> but it was all just a bit lukewarm. Yeah, it's probably best if Sting doesn't really sing anymore. I might say the same, and God love him, I adore the man, but Jason Donovan on It Takes Two on Friday. Yeah, Did we see that? that? I didn't yeah. really see that going. Oh, please leave that song in 1988 where it belongs. I did about because you can't be that song it. and then turned it off, and I was like, I don't need to see this. And I, well, I watched it 
the end because I love Jason and have done since I was tiny. But I was like, please, please just stop now because you can't really sing this song anymore. You couldn't really sing it very well 20 odd years ago and you still can't. So just just leave it alone. Oh, Jason. <laughs> no, I went out instead. Did you see that they had the singers from the band on earlier on in the week? On the- yeah, I loved that bit. Wednesday or Thursday, it was very good. It was really I haven't nice seen much of It was really nice to hear from them. They talked about learning Gangnam Style. They did. Um, yeah. Uh, that seems to have been one of the big challenges of the this season. Uh, yes, well, it would be, Friggin' disco crap song in Korean. Yeah. <laughs> they did say, they said, like, what are your general challenges? They're like, as soon as you have foreign language songs, it's always a challenge. Because obviously, technically, they're learning that whole other language and pronunciation aren't they which must yeah. be difficult in a week yeah it's hard to learn lyrics phonetically i guess we're not entirely happy with our final lineup but you know we'll just have to deal and uh, we'll have to get the what's vote. the fret two out of three ain't bad yeah two out of three <laughs> ain't bad uh so yeah two out of three ain't bad and we'll just have to get the vote out for danny and Oti this week yes so let's have nominations for dance of the week Let's start with you, Lisa. Uh, I don't even know I've got three. <laughs> um, okay. I've got um, Orange and Joanne's Argentine Tango, mm-hmm. Claudia and AJ's Quick Step, and Orange and Joanne's Quick Step. Which am I going to have? Orange and Joanne's Quick Step. Woo! Mikey Chicks. Michelle. Uh, Orange and Joanne's uh, Argentine Tango was definitely my favourite by far. Emily? I'm going to go for um, Claudia and AJ's Quick Step. And I'm going to go for Danny and Oti's American Smooth. Ah, no, no. So <laughs> we're undecided there. No award. No award, just lots of special mentions. So let's go back around for Frock of the Week. Um, I'm going to nominate Joe's incredible quick step biker chick frock. Emily? I'm, do you know what? I'm going to go with the same dance as my dance of the week. I really love Claudia's uh, dress for a quick step. Michelle? Um, dress of the week was OT's um, American Smooth dress. I just love that blue silky shimmery thing. And Lisa, please adjudicate. I have quite a list this week. Look, this is all that. It was that kind of week. <laughs> Rock wasn't of the week it? thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I've got I've got a few special mentions as well. Um, okay, let's do some special mentions first. Beyond the dancers, uh, Tess and Claude did another four part harmony. Uh, which is amazing. So I think that's. I think I said that last week as well. So that's two weeks on the trot where they have had four nice outfits. Everything uh, yeah. has worked I especially really well. Um, Claudia's Sunday night dress. The black yes, I was just slip. about to say with yeah. a special mention for uh, for the Sunday night one. Yeah. Also, now don't shoot me for saying this. I thought Craig looked really good last night with the like the black shirt, the black tie, and. The, black suit like i really thought craig was was looking fabulous on saturday night so special mention for craig i also have some earrings of the week um which were <laughs> which are darcy's from the judges vt you know when they were sitting around the table discussing darcy yeah. had those amazing earrings with like triangle things going on so darcy doesn't ever tend to get it right on the dress front but she has some killer earrings so, it, of course, actual dresses of the week. So I basically have everything written down that you guys have already mentioned, including Ore's 
American uh, Argentine tango outfit as well with that really dark grey shirt. Um, I thought he looked fabulous. So yeah, written down Claudia's quick step dress, which um, Emily mentioned. OT's American smooth dress, which Michelle mentioned, and Joanne's black leather biker chick dress that Eleanor mentioned. So I have to choose a winner, and I'm going to use my head judge Len prerogative and award it to the fantastic black leather biker dress of Miss Joanne Clifton. The hair, the hair, the the. Oh my goodness! the makeup do you know having just said that i had one piddly piddly little gripe with that that was the shoes that she was wearing they either needed to be absolute neutral or black they were sort of brown color yeah she was wearing sort of mm. brown satin shoes i think she should have been wearing black ballroom shoes for that really i think she should have been wearing black black shoes for that but you know that aside that looked fantastic oh we also have to say don't we a a mention for lisa armstrong and her team because we we tweeted it as well and said just how fantastic they all looked this week there was so much great hair great makeup great styling Ah, what a good week it was yeah everybody really pulled it together after last week seemed a tiny little bit flat They've really pulled it together for the semi-final. It was a heck of a show and re- really fun to watch this week. Yeah, definitely. And and within that, Lipstick of the Week, of course, is uh, <laughs> Little Claudia's Purple Lippy. Yeah, amazing <laughs> stuff. So I guess we'll be uh, speaking next week for the final. So cool. we need to actually finish the podcast. So I need oh, to yeah, say yeah. Uh, <laughs> good night from Emily. Good night. Good night from Michelle. Good night. And good night to Lisa. Good night. And I've been your host, Ellie. This has been episode 17 of the Keep Dancing podcast. Thanks for listening. Keep dancing.